is going on, you guys? Welcome back. It is Corey and Elena. We are in here, episode 13 already. I cannot believe it. Um, this is insane that we've even made it this far. Um, but you guys, we're going to talk about some real interesting stories, some real interesting topics. Ladies, if you have a roster, we're about to discuss it. So if you're with your boyfriend, delete the note. Delete the note, sis. You don't have that list. But um, yeah, we're going to go over it. Um, I will give you my own personal tips, tricks on things that I've learned over the time of my life. Um, Corey, <laughs> anything else you want to add? You know, I'll be honest. I was thinking about this and I was like, I feel like the exposing ourselves is coming real hard on this one. But oh, so hard. <laughs> so hard. Yeah. Stay tuned. We can talk about the bad decisions list. Oh, the list. Oh, if you're on the list, it's not a good thing. Um, but I guess we'll start with before we even dive into what each of these lists even pertains to, how would you know if you're on somebody's roster? So we heard this a couple of years ago that I guess typically men, but I know women do it too. They have a list of everybody they've ever uh, had relations with. Some people do it with pe- anyone they've ever dated. Like, I guess there's kind of a gamut there. Um, yeah. But we had heard a rumor about this and I decided to test the theory. Uh, I was dating somebody and it was on and off and it's never very serious. And I had a feeling that this man might have a list and sure as shit he did. And it was, (laughs) it was quite the list. I was, uh, I was a little shook to say the least. Oh, Oh yeah. What was the most shocking part? Would you say, is it the quantity or was it the quality? (laughs) You know, a little of both, like the list was uh, upwards of almost a hundred. And that was a little like, wow, like I try not to judge people, but you know, when you're dating somebody and you see that it's a little shocking. And then on top of that, a lot of people didn't have names. It was like uh, slang terms for them. And then some of them had like names and like uh, an abbreviation next to them, like where right. they were from or whatever, like they needed a reference point to know where they met that person. I was just so. going to say like a reference characteristic about them or like, this is how I'm going to be able to remember them. Like, and I mean, so to be fair, I guess we kind of do the same type of thing with the sense of like, oh, you remember when I went out with Toothless Wonder? Like, oh, and like, so those are our reference things. But I don't keep a list of like, this person, parentheses, like, firefighter who had to call my mom so I could go home. You know what I mean? Like, that isn't there. But, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to full on expose us, and I'm so sorry that I'm doing this. But we did at one point have a conversation surrounding, you know, who would be on our list. And it got us thinking, and we were like, well, let's sit down and figure this out. So we did at one point figure it out. But it wasn't like, do not recommend, do not recommend. Um, But it wasn't a situation where we had this like ongoing list the whole time we were dating. 
Uh, it just kind of was like on a, a spur of the moment thing where like, let's figure this out. Because, you know, when you're you're in the dating scene, you go, you go through people. That sounds bad. But you go on a lot of dates in a, in a short amount of time period with a lot of different people. So mm-hmm. you'll meet someone and be like, no, like that's not a fit. So you only go on mm-hmm. one date. And then, exactly. you know, you kind of lose the reference points for people in that sense. So people end up with the nicknames in that sense. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, and... It's true. Like you, when you're dating, like anybody who tells you like they're going to date somebody and that they date them and, you know, they knew like after six, seven dates, that's not true. Like Corey and I over here, we know within about mm, before the drinks come to the table, like, are we vibing? Are we not? Is this something that like I can see going long term? Is this something that absolutely is not going to make it more than a week? You know, um, and and those types of things, which kind of, it all kind of goes back though to like when we were talking about like things that we would recommend on catfish and how to catch them or, um, like dating, even on those apps, I strongly encourage people to FaceTime, to be on the phone, not texting all the time because texts can get so easily misconstrued. Um, and so just seeing like, I could tell pretty quick right there in a FaceTime call, like if you're having to pull teeth from the other person to like have a conversation, like you pretty much know right there, like you're not going to be anything. So I agree. To end up on the roster though, you end up going on more than one date. Sorry if we've only gone on one date with somebody, they're probably not on your roster. Um, Well, they might be. I mean, but they have to be like some incredible human being with some like, I don't know, money or something. But that being said, I feel like the people that have these lists or these rosters of girls or guys is you can tell by the way that that person communicates with you. Like if they only text you at like 3 a.m. when they've been drinking and they're like, you up? What are you doing? Like – um, those are kind of the telltale signs I would say of like, oh, hmm, he's looking at me as like just a rotation, which is what Corey and I used to call like the people that we would see on these like rosters, you're part of their rotation. Like you are never going to be like, oh, wow, you're like one of their top two contenders. No, sis, you're like one of their top 10 and that you're just being filtered through like. So can, can we clarify the difference yeah. here between what having a roster means versus what having a list means for anyone who might oh, yeah. be confused what we're saying. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. The list, boy, okay, I guess I'll expose myself. <laughs> you guys buckle up. So, the list, okay, I call it everybody has their own name. I call it my bad decisions list. These are people that I've gone out with not once, not twice, multiple times. And they all have a story. They all do. They they all have a story. They all have a quirk. They all have something where it was just like, this is, it's almost impossible. Like, you know, I mean, you guys heard the story of the guy who took his leg off. That was not even on a date. So, I mean, you can imagine what it takes to get on these lists for me, for you to be that memorable. But um, yeah, having a list is more like, oh, I'm keeping track of like, 
I don't know. It wasn't even like a thing where we kept track of like, oh, these are the people that we've been with. But it was the people that like you don't want to forget because they're the people that you could just literally laugh at like 300 years later. Um, (laughs) Does it mean I contact them? And see, I think that's the big one right there. So my bad decisions, they are all on a uh, do not disturb, do not come near me, do not talk to me. Um, and, And so that's where there's a big difference. Like I would not be texting them being like, you up? No. Um, and they don't talk to me. It's usually one of those things where like the falling out is very clear. It's a very clear, like, this is not working. We are done. Um, whereas a roster, you've gone out once or twice, maybe three times, who knows? And you're still getting like conversations or you're getting like a text of like, good morning, or you're still having like, I guess the best way to put it is like, you're being strung along. Yeah. Or, you know, I, I feel like there's two ways you can see having a roster. Like, if you're on the, the bad end of it and you don't particularly know that's what's going on and you're dating someone who you're on, like, you're just one of their options, like, that doesn't feel good. Um, right. However, I feel like this culture started a few years ago, like, when we were dating that it was just normal to be kind of casually dating a few people and everyone knew what was going on and was accepting of that. Like we both know this is casual and that's fine. So I think there's a difference there. Like being upfront and honest about what your intentions are versus stringing somebody along. Yes, absolutely. Um, Yeah. Being intentional. And I recommend, and this is, I don't know, this might be controversial, but if you're dating somebody, I always tell like anybody Until you're in, like, a committed relationship, you start seeing somebody two, three times. Like, if you've gone out with – I always use Chad. That's so sad. Oh, my gosh. You guys, update. Totally. Total sidebar has nothing to do with the roster. Um, (laughs) Daddy Chad. Okay. A few episodes ago, you guys heard about Daddy Chad. So, and Corey hasn't heard this. I did a little snoopy snooping. I was like, where is he? You know? Oh, it's you guys. He's 42. He just put a ring on this girl's finger <gasps> because she's pregnant. The end. Oh, no. Yes. Yes. She's probably one of his roster girls, but like that's neither here nor there. But yeah, mm-hmm. crazy. So you see, sometimes it takes a guy until they're 42, almost 43 to be like, I guess now's a good time. So okay. ladies, but- stay vigilant. <laughs> We all want to know how young was the girl. Oh my gosh. I know. Okay, so she, of course, she, of course, doesn't have her age on um, Facebook, but she, she's got to be young. Like she, she looks younger than us. Yeesh. Which, yeah. Yeah. I was like, no way. When I saw it, I couldn't believe it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, when I find it, oh, I'll I'll definitely I will just send that your way, uh, so you can you can see it. But anyway, so talking about the rosters and stuff. So I always tell people if you've gone out with somebody once, I go out with Chad. I am not committed to Chad. I am not in debt to Chad. Chad owes me nothing, and I owe Chad nothing until there is anything more. So I always tell people date like if you're gonna date people. You can go out with him. You can go out with somebody else. Like you are not in a monogamous relationship until it's been discussed that you're in a monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
be choice on who you end up going out with. I'll tell you that. But um, those those are the types of things that I, I think are so important because people are always like, oh, well, I'm only going to date this one person. And it's like, yeah, but you're putting all, like the whole saying, putting all your eggs in one basket. Like, what if that doesn't work? So like, now what? You start all over. Um, so that's definitely one. Uh, I guess we can dive into when... Oh gosh, we're gonna have to expose ourselves again. When things don't work out, since we just talked about the putting your eggs in one basket. What is it like and why is it? And I can't really speak on this, neither can you, for like men. Why is it that like when we get broken up with, we just go absolutely feral? We go right back to the streets. The streets are calling, and here we go. We're running, we're sprinting, 5K. Um yeah. Why do you think that is? I, I feel like that goes both ways for either sex. And I think that just has to do with you're used to talking to somebody all the time. You're used to this certain like uh, level of communication and I don't want to say love, but, you know, just attention, flirting, whatever in your life. And when that's gone suddenly, then you're going to probably seek that somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. The companionship, the anything you're going to, you're going to be looking for it elsewhere. Absolutely. Um, I can say that for me, when I was like going through a divorce and all that stuff, I was like, you know, I feel like maybe I just need like to feel wanted to be like, wow, like I'm still desirable. Like, so that's why I think a lot of girls go out and they'll be like, going back to the streets of it, um, going back out to the clubs, going back out to the bars. Like ladies know that they're not going to find like a genuine good man in there. We're all aware, but that's not why they're going. Um, so I would say that would be why, but I can agree with you too. I've seen guys that like, Oh, their girlfriend and then break up. And then like that night they're talking to some new girl and you're like, like rebounds are, are very much a real thing. Um, which is why I always say if they're not in your life, I mean, you know, honestly, guys, truly, you can throw a funeral if you must, but like they are no longer in your life. They are dead to you. Like pull a Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank. You're dead to me. The end. Um, have a little funeral, light some candles. We're all black. Cover up the mirrors if you want, whatever. But like they are not coming back. The end has happened. We're moving forward. That is why you can't be putting people on a roster if you have a bad decisions list because they end up on the bad decisions list and you never come back. It's pretty much like you've been cursed. Not literally. <laughs> all, not all, all of them, literally. But, <laughs> but it's true, don't you think? I mean, like the people that are on the rosters are usually not people that are going to get like the chopping block. Like the people that are on like a bad decisions list or like a list are people that are usually have like a finality to it. I feel like at the point you're willing to put somebody on your roster, you've kind of said all you need to say about where you see that relationship going Dang, that's a big rock. <laughs> I know. I just found, we just found the Facebook, you guys. Sorry, we're diving in. Yeah, perfect example. Oh, Corey's going to flip. Okay, first of all, look at Daddy Chad. 
Oh my oh gosh, she looks old. Oh my god, that looks like his daughter. That yeah, is very so creepy. I. Is that Charlie D'Amelio? Because that's what that looks like to me. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yep. Which leads us to our next point. Do not get married simply because you knock somebody up. Oh, we love a fear marriage. A fear marriage. Yeah, because um, it's almost 100% guarantee that you're going to end up separated. I'm um, sorry. It's say it, but it's the truth because any relationship that's built on like, oh, well, she got pregnant and that's it. That's never going to go anywhere. Um, it just isn't. It's unfortunate. I mean, I get it. Most people think they're doing the right thing, but how about this? We just probably shouldn't be trying to get, you know, impregnated by men who could be our father. I mean, I'm telling you this girl. Wow. Like, and he looks so old, so old now, you guys, you don't even understand. Like he has not seen Botox at all. Heard of it. None of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at her and she's like this little tiny, like, oh, she looks like a child. Yeah. And of course it doesn't even say, oh, okay. Well, this should tell you something. Um, in her movies on like the, on the, about me on Facebook, she puts um, her favorite one, uh, Xenon. <laughs> she's our age. <laughs> or a little younger, probably. Probably. She's younger. younger than us. Oh boy. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, seeing what I need to see, heard what I need to be heard. Yeah. Um. Anyway, okay, so there you go. Perfect example. Daddy Chad is now on the bad decisions list, if anybody was wondering. I think. He might not have even made it to the bad decisions list because he was a one, he's a one hit wonder. Um. So, anywho. God, we've been jumping all over the place. It's just been like drama here. Let me spill some tea over there. Um. Okay. When is it too much to have too much on the roster? Like, how many people should, like, somebody be, like, rotating through? Not that we're telling you to. We're not condoning it. (laughs) We probably should have started this episode with, like, a a listener discretion is advised on this one. Because I'm about to be uncomfortably honest on that. Be careful with you know that because you just don't know like a like we were just talking about freaking pregnancy like if you're out there with a roster and you're not being super careful and you get pregnant and there's like five different guys it could be come on like that position yeah yeah that position exactly (laughs) that's the position that that got you in that was the problem yeah But really, like, you know, there's so many variables there where it's just like when you're young, you don't think about that crap and it can really come back to bite you in the ass. So you just got to stop and remove yourself from the situation a little bit sometimes. And, you know, it's just exhausting, right? To have to keep up with that many people. Oh, yeah. How many people do you have to sit there and text good morning to? And like, and here's my thing. How do you keep them all straight? I wouldn't. I would know. I literally have enough energy to dedicate to like one person, maybe two at best. Like, and that's pushing it, you know. But these people who have like rosters on rosters, I mean, the like the one that you were talking about who has like these parentheses, like 
he might as well have an Excel spreadsheet. Like there's so <laughs> many, there is so many. Uh, like I'm surprised you know? there's not right. <laughs> um, you would think. You would think. I mean, in the and the he'll have them all categorized by like location, or he'll have like a little pin with their their name or like their characteristic with like all over the 50 states. I wonder if he's having number rating. <laughs> yeah. Number, yeah, yeah, like Yelp, like a like a Uber, like oh, this ride was five stars or whatever anyway yeah but no i agree like you have to be so careful and this is this is going off of what you said so hmm, bad decisions let's talk about that let's say hypothetically that you're with one person and you're like yeah like we were dating and then you guys get together and whatever whatnot it sounds great it sounds sounds real great guess what that person has now also dated like the three other girls before you. And then like, you're in this really awkward, uncomfortable situation because you're like, huh? Because like ladies, you don't know, like guys, same thing. I'm just telling you, you have no idea. Like it's literally Tinder is a Petri dish of infestation, <laughs> literal infestation. Like it's you, do you want to catch something? Go there. It's a guarantee. You'll build up your antibodies. Maybe. But the reason that I was saying about this list of like why I feel like girls have this list is because they're like, well, I need to keep track of who I've been with. Which, you know, to an extent I can try to understand, but like on the other side, it's also like, yeah, but then like, what are you going to do when like you find out, you know, oh, so-and-so says like, oh, you have this or you go to the doctor and you find out, oh, you have this. What are you going to do? Send out like a, like an evite? start a group chat with 20 people and then it just be like, Hey guys, surprise. And then it just at the bottom just says like, so-and-so has left the chat and you just leave all of these men in there and just go, good luck. Like don't know who it was, you know? And so that's something else I'd say, like, be careful with because you're going to be playing with fire. Um, yeah. Yep. Yep. We'll leave that one. Uh, we'll leave that one there on that. Um, okay. So, Last kind of thing. This is, <laughs> I know, so, this is so. Oh, it's so controversial. So controversial. Do you, and this goes for guys and girls, do you ask the person you're talking to, dating, interested in? This is not first date conversation. Do you ask them about their body count? So, me personally. Um, I feel like at one point in time, this was like such a thing, like people would ask me fairly often when I was dating. And I always kind of surprised me that people were so willing to ask that. Like, I guess I understand, but it's just such a weird thing to ask. And in my current relationship, we never discussed it. Because it shouldn't be. Because it's like, who wants to think about that? Like, I don't want to think about, you know, like the 17 girls he was with before me no thank you i like innocence is bliss let me live in it like let me pretend that i'm in my naive little world of la la land but yeah no i've i've definitely had that uh where people be like oh what's what's this and ladies uh tip fun tip of advice lie uh you're welcome <laughs> always like always you know if it's like 25 no it's not it's only six you know, if it's like 37, no, it's not. It's only been four. 
you know, do the math. Carry well, the axe and do some, some finagling. <laughs> men, like, it's so weird about this. Like, you could say four and they're like, four? Ugh, disgusting, you whore. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, how many people have you slept with? Like, like 90? I'm 38. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm 21. <laughs> So it's true. It's such a stigma. It's such a stigma. Like guys can go out and like, I don't know, they talk with their, their boys and it's like, Oh yeah. Like my numbers are like in the forties, the fifties. And then like a girl comes in and she's like, Oh, like, I don't know, like less than 10. Oh my gosh. Were you involved in like prostitution? What? Like insane. Absolutely insane. So I don't know. Should we give them like a final verdict? Do they ask? Do they not? I would say leave it alone. Why, like, why does it matter? Why do you want to know? Oh, I know. And I mean, I would assume that most guys and men, if you feel differently or agree, feel free to write in. I'd love to know. But like, wouldn't it make you feel uncomfortable if like your girl, you're sitting there and you're like, I love this girl. Like, I'm going to make her my wife. And you just like, drop that on her and she tells you like oh i it my number is 27 you really want to think about that do you really do you really i wouldn't i wouldn't yeah. personally you know exactly uh, it's just yeah and yeah. it's like especially if you're dating someone that you think is really attractive like the likelihood that they've slept with more people is probably higher and do you want to know <laughs> do you want to know yeah exactly you're like mm, pick your poison so um i would say like kind of going off that like there's certain things that you can ask like oh um like when's the last time you were in a serious relationship like those types of questions to kind of get a feeler on like are they the type of person that just goes out and like is sleeping with people just for fun? Are they, you know, and so you can kind of just get a feel for it without being so direct of like, how many people is that? You know, um, I don't know. What, what would you say are like appropriate questions that they can kind of phrase? Well, I think you brought up something important that it's more about feeling out what intentions are versus, you know, how many people they've been with. And if you're asking, you know, if you had serious relationships, what was your longest relationship? Like, what are you looking for now? Um, I think those are all important things to ask. So, you know, you're on the same page and you're not getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, making sure to like asking things like, oh, when they tell you, because obviously, you know, they're going out with you. So everybody has an ex. Um, Asking questions like, so what happened with you and your ex? You know, don't be in the type of mood that you're going to pry, but get a feel for like, oh, they've been, you know, um, lied to before. They've been with somebody who's like this. So like, then you already know kind of what are red flags to them. And so you kind of have an idea on like, oh, well, I can tell how I'm going to mesh with them based on my trauma. And one of the things that somebody said to me, um, and I thought it was actually really smart, was when you're dating, you have to – it's like a dance, right? You're you're doing this, like, delicate little dance with somebody that you don't really know. But you have to see if, like, your traumas will play nice together. 
And I've never heard something more true because it's like, if I have like, I don't know if I was the type of person and I'm like, Oh, my issues are like, um, I don't know. Like, I don't want him to have any social media, whatever, or, um, abandonment or this, that, and the other. Well, if he has those same issues, like that's going to be a double, like we're going to be fighting each other. It's never going to work. You know, same type of thing. Like if I say I have abandonment issues and he has issues with commitment, Tell me how that's going to add up. You know what I mean? So it makes Mm -hmm. sense of like figuring out like will our traumas, will our damage, will our baggage get put on the same, you know, airline or are we going two separate ways? Because it just, it's so true. Everybody brings something into the relationship that they aren't proud of, that they're not happy about, that whatever, but it's, it's a fine line to walk. I once had a man say to me on a first date, he was asking me that question, like, what happened with my ex? I'd been with my ex a long time. So he was kind of curious, like, what happened? And so I kind of told him the story and he looks me straight in the eyes and he says, what role did you contribute to the failure of that relationship? And I was like, what? Like, I was pretty taken aback by that, but... Honestly, you know, if you don't evaluate that, you know, you probably had some kind of role in it, even if, you know, it's mostly on the other end, like, you know, immaturity, lack of communication, whatever it might be. And communication was definitely a big breakdown in my last relationship that I had to overcome moving into a different one. Right, right. No, it's true. I mean, even in my past relationship talking about like when when I was married that whole story although I give probably 90% of that blame the issues the toxicity entirely goes to him I still take about 10 to 15% uh, of accountability because were there things where again like I said was he great absolutely not 85 to 90% is 100% on him and there was nothing I could have done to fix it. But was I like a good wife all the time? Was I happy? Was I willing to deal with his bad moods? Was I like in a good communicative like attitude or like um, was I defensive at times? Was I, you know, these, these are the things where you need to look at yourself and it's kind of harsh, but like, You have to realize like, oh, when you're pointing your finger at somebody else and be like, oh, well, it's all so-and-so's fault. That's why we're not together. Three fingers are still pointing right back at you. So like, that's great. You can point your finger at at so-and-so, but like, what about you? So I agree with you. You have to kind of evaluate yourself, realize that like, and again, ladies and guys, same thing. Your significant other in a previous relationship may be held responsible for a huge majority of your issues. However, you have to realize like it takes two to tango. And and that's just the way it is. It's unfortunate, but like it helps you grow. It's the people that I think that's, you know, another thing too is the people that don't look at themselves and don't like really evaluate like their partner that they're going to date, the people that they're trying to be intentional with, you know. Are you actually being intentional with like cultivating a healthy relationship? I think that the people that are against doing that are the people that 
have been through something where it was probably about 90% their fault. (laughs) And then they decide, "Mm, I don't think I want to deal with the hard stuff. So I'm just going to be like, whatever. And what people don't realize is like, it's kind of like you, you stepped in a mess of a relationship. You now have that and you're just walking around with it. And every time that you don't deal with that, it's going to get walked into that next relationship and then walked into the next relationship and so on and so forth until you get that, you know, handled and taken care of um, until you actually acknowledge and look within yourself that, you know what? Wow. Maybe I'm not God's gift to women. Wow. Maybe I'm not as incredibly great as I think I am and I should be every man's fantasy. You know, those are things where you have to kind of sit down, be humble. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I think that's that's a big one. Um, is there anything else that we have to add on, on the roster, on the rotation? Um, gosh, episode 13. How the heck are we already here? Stay tuned for episode 14. Corey and I have no idea what we're talking about, so that'll be a surprise for you and us. Uh, both. <laughs> Will it be an update on Daddy Chad? Will his baby be born? Stay tuned. <laughs> oh, my Lord. It's a boy, too. Oof. I know, right? Father of the year. <laughs> to both the children. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, I know. It's like a drama. This this entire podcast is going to start turning into, like, Real Housewives over here. We're going to be telling you guys, like, all the drama about people from back home that none of you know but you listen to anyway um anyway anything else that you want to add i don't think so all right perfect let's hit them with uh where they can find us and we'll go from there we are sidelined pd at gmail.com on tiktok on instagram on twitter we need to post more we will try <laughs> I know. I already have some videos that I took, so stay tuned, you guys, for that. I'm going to pull some... I need to come up with some witty witty content, so you guys write in. Um, feel free. Give us ideas on what you guys want to hear about. Give us topics that you guys want us to talk about, um, and, and we're more than happy to kind of discuss anything, to be honest. Clearly, this entire episode is a complete confessional, so... <laughs> And that'll probably be the title of this entire episode will be welcome to our confessional. Um, But you guys, we hope you have a great week. We will catch you guys episode 14. We are coming out every single Thursday. So make sure you guys are rating the podcast. If you're on Apple, Um, we appreciate the follows. Same thing for Spotify. You guys, we are constantly checking. We are seeing that we are now like, we're kind of filtering out into the U.S. It's very exciting. So if you feel so inclined to like share Corey and I with the world, feel free. Um, but you guys, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye.